Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Oh, you're Hi, here. I didn't see you there. <laughs> he said it. He got there. Um, well, while you're here, today's show is brought to you by the extremely kind donation by our donors over at Patreon. Andrew, what's Patreon? Patreon is a place our fans can go if they'd like to donate a little bit of money to us to help us keep the show running, um, as well as receive extra content. We've got commentaries up for them. we got bonus uh, after parties for a lot of our episodes. So check it out. Fun time had by all. Our current patrons are Stephanie L., Terry Needleman, Max Lunig, Benjamin Lehrer, Lily Ackles, Mackenzie Horner, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, Confirmed Actual Duck, Melissa Goldman, Hashtag Confirmed Actual Goldman, Jess Lightning, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Taskier, Callum McLeod, Fire of September, Mina Maniri, Monica Thoreau, Brent Black, Haley Murray, Allison Wonderland, B-Way Flicks, Michael Johan, Nathaniel Stacy Coombe, Joseph Evans Green and Luna Rocks 222. Welcome to the family, Luna Rocks. All right. Are you ready to get this shit started, Andrew? I'm ready to get this shit started. Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf. And welcome to Musicals with Cheese, a podcast where I try to get Andrew to like musical theater. How are you doing today, Andrew? How am I doing? Well, I've been sick all week and I'm still feeling it. So I'm feeling it. (laughs) So you're feeling great is what you're telling me. Yeah, I think I might have caught the AIDS. Oh no, oh no. Well, what are we talking about today? Is it related in any way? Um, well, uh, if, if I were to tell you that I'm a, a musical character and I got AIDS and died, what would you what would you be your first guess for my name? Angel from Rent. Try, oh, give another second, what's your second guess? Mimi from Rent. <laughs> Oh, uh, third guess. Collins from Rent. Four, do you have a fourth guess as well? <laughs> Roger from Rent. Do you have a fifth? Do you have a fifth guess? The life support group from Rent. Um, do you have a do you have a sixth guess? <laughs> Could it be Wizer from Falsettos? You mean the Wiz? Ah! Oh! oh, this week we're talking about the Wiz guys. The Wiz, the super soul musical Wonderful Wizard of Oz, is a musical with music and lyrics by Charlie Smalls and a book by William F. Brown. It is a retelling of L. Frank Baum's the classic 1900 children's novel, 
the Wonderful Wizard of Oz, in the context of modern African-American culture. It opened on October 21, 1974, at the Morris A. Mechanic Theater in Baltimore, Maryland, and moved to the Majestic Theater with a new cast on January 5, 1975. The original 1975 Broadway production won seven Tony Awards, including Best Musical. It was an early example of Broadway's mainstream it was an early example of Broadway's mainstream acceptance of works with all black casts. It has had revivals in New York, London, San Diego, and the Netherlands, and a limited run revival was presented by Encores at New York City Center in June of 2009. A big budget film adaptation of the same name was released in 1978, with Ted Ross and Mabel King reprising their roles, and Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. Um, a live television production of the stage version, The Wiz Live, was broadcast on NBC on December 3rd, 2015, with an encore presentation on December 19th of the same year. Andrew, what is your thoughts on The Wiz? Because I have a connection here, and you don't, so all Andrew has to go on is the NBC Live production. So, Andrew, what did you think of that? I was a pretty good live production, and, and uh, there's a lot of good music, and it's it's The Wizard of Oz for sure. How does it compare to the Muppet Wizard of Oz? Uh, you know, Jess, you know, you had, you had, you got a really good question there. You know, <laughs> that's gonna we're gonna have to answer that one at a later point. I think that's we're gonna have to come back, circle back around to that one. I think you really think so. You think that's something you gotta actually think about? I think that's something we're gonna have to think about for sure. Because I mean, <laughs> they're definitely very comparable. Um, so, so you no, know, you really think the Wizard is better. The Muppet Wizard of Oz is maybe the worst thing we've ever done on the whole show. So I, I can't really imagine this wouldn't be better. But this is actually pretty good. So yeah, it is definitely better. But how do you think it sets up against something like Wicked or the other versions of Wizard of Oz? I like this more than Wicked. Really? I, that That's actually surprising. Yeah, I think I liked it more than Wicked. It didn't have the fan fiction vibe that Wicked has. Um, I think some of the songs in Wicked I like better. <laughs> But I think overall, the songs in this are more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story is just better because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's literally just The Wizard of Oz. Is there any songs in this that you think you'd prefer to the original production? Because there basically is one-to-one where there's a song, there's a song equivalent in The Wiz. Okay. Um, I liked a few songs. Okay, so obviously the best songs in this are uh, Don't Bring, Nobody Bring Me No Bad News, which is the greatest song of all time. Agreed. Um, And, of course, uh, Slide Some Oil to Me. Ease On Down the Road is a fun song. Uh, He's the Wizard is is a fun song. I feel like they should have just called it He's the Wiz, but... Well, Andrew, I think it's time for me to rip this confession off like a band-aid. I feel like you have the most interesting thing to say in this, so holding <laughs> back is just dumb. You should just go for it. Um, fun fact, guys. I was in a production of The Wiz, and I played The Wiz, The Wiz, The Wizard himself. This was high school. And for those who might, this might be your first episode, w- welcome to the show, for one. And for two, I have set up previously that I am from Metro Detroit. So in this production of The Wiz... I was the only white person. <laughs> yeah, he and he played the the whiz, the titular whiz. Yeah, it was weird. I, even I was like, this feels this feels a little off that they're all like talking to. I'm this stranger in this strange land. Like it felt Christopher Columbus esque to me, and it felt weird. It's not though. I mean, the whiz, he's a stranger, but he's he's not he's not you know, 
He's not doing anything nefarious necessarily. No, in this one they make him a lot more sympathetic and a lot more fun. They actually give him a face very early on, which I like. Although it makes the reveal at the end a little weird because it's like they already knew, didn't they? I don't know. That he was just a guy? Yeah, like, because they reveal he's just a guy in his first number, but then afterwards they reveal that he's just a guy and they're like, oh man, you dick. he's just a guy. It's like, well, yeah, you knew he was just a guy. <laughs> yeah, I played him with a fedora and a mask on, and then when they see me without my mask, it's like, what? So you, you played a neckbeard version Ye- of the Wiz? Yeah, I played it neckbeardy and a spastic weirdo. You me- remember how Jim Carrey played Horton? I played it just like that. You mean Horton from Horton Here's a Who? Yes. That's how you played the Wiz? Yeah, it was a not a choice. It just ended up being how I played the Wiz. My God. Yeah, and I don't know if anyone knows this. I'm not the best singer in the world. Um, so my "Do so You Want to Meet the Wizard" was kind of just me doing my own thing. Can you give us a rendition? So you wanted to meet the wizard. And that was how I did it. I did like a Joe Cocker thing. Oh, nobody told you not to do that? Nope. No no one cares about that role. So I got to do whatever I want. I mean, he'll, they only has one song, doesn't he? He has one and a half song because he's got Y'all Got It. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, that's not like a full song, though. No, not really. So it's just so you wanted to meet the wizard, and that's yeah. how you—that's how you decided to do it. Yes, I know, I know, Andrew. I was—I was a child. How old were you? Um, I think it was my sophomore year. <coughs> so, how old you are in sophomore year? So, at the same, at, at a good age for embarrassment, were you running your uh, XX Jess World channel at the time? One hundred percent. I think I have a photo of my, my girlfriend. One hundred percent has this photo of me. And there's a fun story behind it, and this is a bit of a tangent. Um, but I found out my girlfriend was cheating on me three minutes before taking this photo, and you can just see the sadness in my eyes. Man, I mean, was she cheating on you because you were the wizard? (laughs) (laughs) You know, probably. It's like you kept talking to her about, like, I'm so excited about being the wizard and the whiz. It's my my new favorite thing, and you just kept singing the song over and over again, and then she's like, I'm "No, no, no! Guy. I I was embracing. I was always the Wiz, and everyone had to address me as the Wiz, and nothing else." Oh no! So were you like channeling the Wiz? Were yeah, you like, like uh, Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman, more like. Yeah, I basically said the Wiz came back to make his musical. The Wiz came back, and he's making his his musical, and that's me. Yes, and I was the Wiz for that seven-week rehearsal and performance run. You know, I'm actually curious. How did you guys do your the big talking head thing? What do you mean? Like, did you have the big head that talks? Fuck no, dude. That's not... No. Not on a high school budget? No, I hid behind a curtain, then I popped out and said, So you wanted to meet the wizard? <laughs> <laughs> Man, they should not have given you the wizard role. They should not have given me any role. They should have just said, you sh- you can't do this, sorry. <laughs> you can't be in the wiz. I honestly expected to get I'm a actually, background role. I'm trying to think of a smaller role they could have given you, but like of the main cast, that is the smallest role, I think. Yeah, They should have that... put you as a munchkin. You would have been the one white munchkin. <laughs> but no, it was a great production, and the people, I'm still friends with a lot of people in it. Um, I had fun. Well, how did that How did that shade your uh, opinion on The Wiz? Um, it made me really appreciate the NBC Live version, because 
For the longest time, all we've had is the garbage 1970s version. What's wrong with the 70s version? Um, <clears throat> I think it's a misguided film <laughs> that, like, mo- they liked all the songs. So they're like, we're not touching any of the songs. Okay. Well, that's a good thing, because the songs are mostly good. Um, they took out a couple, but, like, do- so you wanted to meet the wizard is cut because they wanted Richard Pryor to be the wizard, so. No singing. No singing. Um, and a bunch of, like, ancillary songs, but they knew all the big hits were gonna hit hard. And Joel Schumacher, known for Batman v Superman, and for the other wonderful musical adaptation, um, The Phantom of the Opera. Did you say Joel Schumacher's known for Batman v Superman? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if he made that movie. It probably would have been an improvement. Honestly, at least I know what the fuck is going on. Known for Batman and Robin... Which is another mistake. <laughs> I kind of like Batman and Robin. <coughs> I also kind of like it, but it's obviously terrible. Yes, um, and it was directed by someone shockingly famous. I think it was directed by Sidney Lumet. And I think you shouldn't give a big-time director, like, reins to a big musical because they'll fuck it up because they want to put their stupid, like, style on it. Yeah, Sidney Lumet did direct um, The Wiz. You know, this this very weird white guy, the, the director of 12 Angry Man, Men and Dog Day Afternoon. That's who you give the whiz to. Why? Wait, 12 Angry Men and... Dog why, Day Afternoon. Why would you give him this upbeat, like... Well, let me tell you how he directed it real quick. Sure, I mean, I haven't seen this. This seems like something we'd have to cover, but... We're, we're gonna be talking about it on Patreon, guys. Oh boy, so, of course. We're doing a commentary on this on Patreon, so Patreon's gonna get Andrew's real-time reaction to the insanity that is the Wiz movie. Okay, well, what what do they do with it? So, the framing device, you know how in the Wiz musical, she's a girl from Kansas. Basically the same thing, it's just everyone's played by black actors. Yes. This one, they're like, well, there's there, it's black, right? We gotta set it in urban places. So they set it in New York. And then she goes into this horrific New York-style version of Oz. She goes from New York to a place that's just like New York. Yes. Okay, well, that's not much of a change. Um, it's, 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 like, there's one scene where, like, New York mailboxes keep chasing them. Um, another scene where they just keep get missing taxis, and then they have to walk in down the road. When they see the Tin Man, he's, like, in this abandoned Coney Island-esque amusement park. That is bizarre. It is a bizarre movie. Like That is a really large change, like a big departure from what's in the show. And it's contemporaneous to the 70s, which means there's like the flying monkeys are on motorcycles, much like um, Muppet Wizard of Oz. I know you don't want to keep bringing that up, but... <laughs> um, and when the witch dies, um, Dorothy pulls a fire alarm and she says, I'm allergic to water, and then gets flushed down a toilet. Then all of her... Much like in the musical, all of her, like, lackeys and literal slaves um, dance and are like, yay, yeah, everybody rejoice. But then they unzip their skin to reveal, like, naked people under them, and then there's, like, this big dance with naked people. That sounds like a Joel Schumacher movie to me. It sounds, it's fucking insane, Andrew. They unzip their skin. Yes, Andrew. I didn't make this up. You can't write this unless you're on a lot of drugs. Makes sense to me. (laughs) Uh, The whiz, baby. And you know how in the Wiz musical, especially in the NBC one, Dorothy is still the very much like optimistic, like, I want to have fun in this world, but I also still want to go home. Yes. 
in that in this one, Diana Ross is just sobbing in every scene and freaked the fuck out, and she's like thirty five years old, and it's really weird. All right, well, I'm glad I didn't watch that one. Don't worry, guys, he will be soon. I'm not happy about that, but yes. Yeah, I suppose I will be. <laughs> so Dorothy's really attached to the lion in this. Yeah, and that was a curious thing. I think it was just because they liked Ted Ross so much as an actor and they wanted to give him more songs. So there's like more lion stuff. Yeah, and the problem with that is I really like the lion stuff. So I see that as a possible critique, but also I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just I don't... I wasn't sure, like, I don't remember that from any other adaptation of Wizard of Oz. No, usually Dorothy's really into the Scarecrow. I think I'll miss you most of all, is what she says, for some reason. Yeah, well, I mean, she could have said that to the lion in this one. Yeah, and it would make sense, because she kind of took, like, this doting mother. Yeah, because the other characters kept keep ganging up on the lion. Namely, I would, too. I mean, the Scarecrow doesn't even want to talk to... Uh... The Tin Man either. Neither one of them really wanted to. They kind of all lion. hate each other. <laughs> they kind of just hate the lion. Scarecrow hates Tin Man, too. Man, I wonder what that says about about fucking Scarecrows and Tin Men and lions. Can they not get along, Andrew? Only if they have a Dorothy. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, that makes sense. But even in like most productions, it makes it seem like once she leaves them alone, they kind of got their shit together to handle each other. And this one, it's like, they cannot get along without a Dorothy. They're all gonna fucking destroy one another. Dorothy is that one friend that keeps the squad together, <laughs> you know? Just, just like I'm the one friend that keeps the squad of two together? I mean, if you want to put yourself in that in those shoes, Jess, you can. I mean, I w want those silver slippers. Oh, yeah, they didn't use the ruby slippers. I kept thinking about that. Uh, n now that I pointed it out, you can't can't unthink that? I can't unsee it. <laughs> like, they didn't, they didn't use the ruby slippers. Like, they aren't allowed to. Ah, I've ruined your brain, Andrew. I've ruined it. <clears throat> You've ruined it with copyright knowledge. How did you like the staging altogether? Because I remember, like, these LED panels being used, and I thought that was a really smart choice. I think there's a lot of good stuff in the uh, in the NBC production. It's very well, like, the production value is very high. Mm -hmm. And I'd say overall it looks very good. Mm -hmm. I remember almost crying when I first saw it. What is there to cry about in this? I really like the song Home, and I think Sh Shanice Williams really nailed it. Like, just her performance alone was just very powerful. I guess. I'm not sure it's tear-worthy, but... I mean, I, I mean, you're you are the one who was in this, so yeah. I honestly think it's probably the main reason because I'm like, oh, I'm so old. That could have been me. I could have been singing home in a dress. Oh my goodness. I could have been loved and popular, Andrew. Is there anything you think that they uh, didn't improve on from the original Wizard of Oz that the original does better? Oh, probably. I think the character relationships and the actual, like, scripting of the original Wizard of Oz is much better. Yeah, I would agree with that, I think. Like, most of, like, like, can you feel the threats, and the movie makes a lot of choices, like, you don't need two Wicked Witches of the West, and you are Witches of the North, and w you don't need two Glindas, basically. Yeah, just one good witch, you don't need two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just overcomplicates the matters, but that's all stuff that's in the book, 
and is there t- chances to separate themselves. And also, I like the fact that the Wicked Witch is a presence throughout the entirety of The Wizard of Oz, whereas she just kind of shows up in the last bit. The the stakes aren't there because in the Wizard of Oz movie, she kidnaps Dorothy, so they're kind of forced into that position, whereas they just kind of knock on her door and annoy her. Like, they walked in and pissed her off. Yeah, the the whole witch threat in this one doesn't really exist. Like, she just kind of shows up and is like, you know, I'm, I'm the bad guy and I'm going <laughs> to make you sweep my floors with water. And then she just grabs a bucket and is like, kills her and it's like okay that's how it is in the stage show too so it's it's not good that stuff isn't good and it's from the book though like they are adapting the book directly yeah but they could have built the thread up a little bit more and honestly the payoff of just her dying i was like expecting like a song or anything and it's just kind of like that's it to give her a reprise of bad news y'all have brought me some bad news some bad news Yeah, it's, it's just kind of, they throw water on her and then it's over. Everybody rejoice! Da, 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 da. Can't you feel a brand new day? Yeah, and it's like, that's that part's fun, but like the part <laughs> the part where she kills her is like just, okay, that's done. All right. Can I tell a story before we go into a mid-show announcement about my time in The Wiz? Yeah, as many stories as you want from your time in The Wiz. <laughs> this is the most interesting part of this episode. <laughs> so there was once a required Saturday dance rehearsal for the Everybody Rejoice scene, and it said everyone. And I was like, you know, my character probably wouldn't be in that scene. He has no no involvement in all this. And so I didn't show up. And then the drama teacher was fucking pissed at me for not showing up. I was like, I, I stand by my choice. And she's like, fine. And she was bitter to me ever since. And I think she still has me blocked on Facebook. <laughs> Just because you didn't show up to a rehearsal that you weren't going to be a part of? I didn't want to be a part of it because I didn't think the Wiz character being in that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb in that that crowd. Put me in the back of it anyways. I mean, she probably was going to put you in in the number anyways. I didn't end up in the number. Well, yeah, probably because you skipped it. I just assumed like, hey, the script doesn't say I have to be there. Man, you are just a stubborn piece of crap, aren't you? I, I really am, though. <laughs> what did you even spend that Saturday doing? Literally nothing, probably? Um, fighting with my girlfriend who cheated on me. <laughs> <laughs> Time well spent, I'm sure. <laughs> you could have been dancing. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Hey, sorry to interrupt you in the middle of the show, but we've got a shill at you. Our current patrons are Stephanie L., Terry Needleman, Max Lunig, Benjamin Lehrer, Lily Ackles, Mackenzie Horner, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, hashtag confirmed actual duck, Melissa Goldman, hashtag confirmed actual Goldman, Jess Lightning, the best Jess, Ewan Casty, Haley McDonald, Taskier, Callum McLeod, Fire of September, How Do You Set September on Fire, Andrew, Mina Maniri, Monica Thoreau, Brent Black, Haley Murray, Alice in Wonderland, Sean O'Neill, B-Way Flicks, Michael Jordan, Nathaniel Stacy Coombe, Joseph Evans Green, and Luna Rocks 222. These guys give us a little financial support that helps us keep the lights on here at Musicals with Cheese. If you would like to join them in supporting us and get tons of fun perks such as patron-only commentaries, our episodes a day earlier or even earlier, come join us over at Patreon. Alright, let's get back to the show. He's the 
All right, let's talk about He's the Wizard, because I love this song. He's the wizard. But I do want to talk about Ad Apparel as a character, first and foremost. Like, her thing is math. Why? Well, um, she's the uh, good witch of the north, right? So, yeah, and they just wanted to give her a thing to do, I guess? Yeah, so, I mean, good witch of the north, math, north, math, they almost maybe come even like a tiny bit close to rhyming and no they don't i i have nothing jess <clears throat> I, I don't I, I mean i love amber riley in the nbc live production she fucking <coughs> kills that song that song is so well done i i honestly i have no idea why sure thing is math <laughs> you're still thinking about that you're sitting here like pondering i'm just i'm just pondering that and i am Flashing in my head is the part where she pops the clutch. Lean on the clutch. I, rem I remember when she pulls out an iPad. Yep, pulls out, and she says Apple. Mm -hmm. And in the original show, we use like like this, um, what was it, uh, chalkboard, like a little writable chalkboard. But she didn't say Apple then. No, no, that was an improv by Amber Riley herself. An improv. An improve, was in case. You ever just improv a commercial? Yeah, we do that every week, Andrew. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the song, He's the Wizard? I really like this song. It, it it feels like this should be the opening number, but we have like one and a half really boring songs to start this show. Yeah, the opening of this show sucks. Like, it's a real, like, low... I mean, not to say that, like, the original Wizard of Oz is, like, super high energy, but we have Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which is, like, a great, like, I want number. Whereas this doesn't have an I want number until, like, soon as I get home, and it's not even that powerful. Yeah, and the whole opening is just, like, lame. At least she's, like, even in the Wizard of Oz, there's conflict in that opening. Like, her dog's about to get murdered. Well, there is conflict. I mean, she's going to leave to go back to where her mom was, right? Yeah. That's about it. There's not the weird incest sub subtext with that's like in the w real Wizard of Oz, at least. Like, there's something went on with Dorothy's real parents that she has to live with her aunt and uncle is what we're saying. There's a reason she can't be around her dad anymore. Yeah, but once you get past that intro, it's it's not that bad. <laughs> He's on down, he's on down the road. It's alright. I think it's Fun better song. than We're Off to See the Wizard. I don't know. We're Off to See the Wizard's pretty timeless. This is pretty timeless in a fun, like, like it feels like a pastiche of 70s music as opposed to just actual 70s music. But it is actually just actual 70s music. Yeah, so. but it works modern days as, like, something that's making fun of it. I don't know. It just... It's if, funky and fun, Andrew. You can dance to this. It's fun, but it does feel a little bit dated. And whereas, whereas, uh, we're off to see the wizard is just kind of like it's like a show tune. It's like a it's a classic show tune, you know. I don't know. I feel like this is classic R and B. It feels like classic fun music. It is. It's a little repetitive. I'll give you that. And they play it a lot. 
He's on down. Like, it makes you... Anytime that, like, comes in, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go, guys! Well, you're just, you're just obsessed with this show, aren't you? I'm really not. I, I feel like I'm pretty critical of it so far. It's just the things I like, I really like. Well, I like Ease on Down the Road. I just don't know if it's as good as We're Off to See the Wizard, but... I mean, I think it's better for me as a human being. Like, I will sooner listen to Ease on Down the Road if it comes up in my shuffle than We're Off to See the Wizard. I know it's your favorite song. song is Slide Some Oil To Me. Okay, Slide Some Oil To Me, the song itself isn't even, like, the greatest. <laughs> it's the whole dance setup and, like, the way he does the dance where he can't move certain parts of his body until they put oil on it, and it's just great. Oh, I can't wait for you to watch the movie. <laughs> do they do something like that, or? They do nothing with this song in the movie. Aww. He just stands there. He does, like, a little tap number, but since Nipsey Russell's an old man, he can barely do anything. <gasps> Oh, that's lame. The movie itself is pretty lame, except in for Michael pro- in, Jackson. In the production, honestly, Michael Jackson should have been the Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson isn't given jack shit to do in that movie. <laughs> Who does he play? The Scarecrow. Yeah, Scarecrow's in a lot of the movie. You'd think that he'd be able to do something, but... Nothing Michael Jackson worthy is kind of... The Tin Man has that dance. They should have given it to him, the Tin Man. Uh, nope, 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 Andrew. Michael Jackson already it. wears uh, that silver glove, right? They could have even incorporated that into the Tin Man suit. Michael Jackson's already, like, got mostly plastic in his face, so they could have incorporated that. Exactly. No, he, he was fine back then. He was normal. Yeah, this was before he turned. The production, the NPC production, they yes. do a great dance, and they, they do a lot with this song, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It is weird that... The Tin Man has two songs. The Lion has two songs. Well, two and a half songs. Yeah, and the Scarecrow only has one. That's weird. The Scarecrow takes part in, like, Ease On Down the Road, though. They all take part in Ease On Down the Road, though. That's true. The Tin Man has Slide Some Oil To Me and If I Could Feel. The Lion has Mean Old Lion and Be a Lion. And the only thing that fucking Scarecrow has is, like, um, You Can't Win. Which is fine. And in the musical, it was called I Was Born on the Day Before Yesterday, which is a less good song, so they made the right call. With That's the one good thing in the movie. They gave Michael Jackson a brand new song that they've kept in for the NBC production. You can't win, and that's the one with the crows. Yeah, I think that one's fun. Yeah, no, that was a good song. What was, the, what was it before? It was called I Was Born on the Day Before Yesterday. not good it's low energy and kind of boring then they just turned into a michael jackson song and wrote something brand new for the movie and it works and then they've kept it ever since you can't win you can't 
they know it's good for them, you know? And that's kind of the thing I love about that NBC production. It takes, like, all the, like, 40 years of history of The Wiz and kept what worked, cut what didn't work, and put together something cool. Even took something good for the movie. So even the movie brought something good to the table. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I agree. Um, let's talk about Mean Old Lion. Um, the lion is a big meanie, but he's not actually scary because he's got no courage. I like the song because it's the only one really showing off the vocal range of the performer, where the other two are very much like, kind of like, within range, fun, dancey numbers. This one's like, I'm gonna belt to the back of the audience and show how good a singer I am. Yeah, I like the lion's, um, costume a lot, too. Yes, it looks great. He's got, like, those, like... The main is, like, dreadlocks, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I was wondering if that was his real hair. That's David Alan Greer, who was also in The Muppets Wizard of Oz <laughs> as Uncle Henry, if you remember. I don't remember, but thank you for reminding me. You know who else was in The Muppet Wizard of Oz? The Wiz I mean, herself, I... Queen Latifah. She was Aunt M. Remember, Andrew? Remember The Muppets Wizard of Oz? Man, it was like a Wiz reunion. <laughs> They didn't do anything in that, though. No, they they were there. They didn't even sing a song, I don't think. Nope. It was a Man. damn shame. And Muppets that's why Wizard they of Oz was a huge disappointment. And everyone knew it. Everyone. 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 But no, be a, Mean Old Lion is a lot of fun. <laughs> this is the only version of The Wizard of Oz where I've actually liked the lion, because in every other version, he's just kind of a wimp, but not in a funny way. He's just kind of annoying. In this one, he's not annoying because he is just kind of big, burly, kind of coward as opposed to like. Well, they develop. One. They actually develop him more in this. They develop the Scarecrow and Tin Man a lot less in this, I would say. But the Lion, they develop more than most other versions. Which, which is, I prefer. Of course, you prefer. <laughs> you know what? Jess. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, nah, it's good though. I I like it. It's a different take. Mm -hmm. Dorothy and the Lion have a good connection. Good chemistry, you know. Alright, let's talk about the evil the witch song. Don't no <laughs> don't nobody bring me no bad news. I knew like before we even picked this, this is gonna be Andrew's like one of his favorite songs. It's a funny song. I don't know. It's a fun, goofy number that really is the best opening to an act two that there could be. Like it really doesn't push the plot forward, but I mean it does kind of introduce the witch at least. Yeah, but it's not like you need to see the scene or else you're not going to get what she's about. Well, I mean, everyone already knows what the witch is about anyways before they even watch this because it's exactly the same as Wizard of Oz. And who Well, she has know? like a whip, doesn't she? Or is that in the movie alone? What's that? 
Doesn't she like whip people? Um, I I don't remember that from this. No, that's one hundred percent in the movie because I remember she just screams slaves. Yeah, she doesn't do that in this. Good. I remember she's really. I like her dress. I remember she could barely move in it. Yeah, she's she's um not in it very much though. She's like w- literally one song and then she's dead pretty much. I wish there was more of her. It feels like they should have given her like a, at least one song in Act One. You like know? set her up somehow. At least ever make an appearance like, "Ooh, they're coming after me!" <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't do anything with her at all. Also, the, this whole song sets up, "Don't bring her any bad news," and the whole time the one guy has the bad news. And then he gives it to her, and she's like, well, that's not bad news. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, I think she murders someone in the movie when they brought her bad news. <laughs> Just flat out murders them. Yeah, and this one, they do bring her bad news, but she says it's not even that, it's not bad enough to her to get upset about it. So she's like, yeah, well, it's not even, that's not bad news. Whatever. Oh, whatever. You good. You good. You good, boo-boo. Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess she's not really that evil. Even though her name is Eveline. I, I mean, maybe she, it's like getting a name like Alphaba. Alphabet. Alphabet. Al Frank Ball. song you want to talk about of oh you, i know what you want to talk about you want to talk about home for sure yes i love home home might be one of my favorite musical theater songs altogether not just like my favorite song in this show really yes this song is that great it has transcended its own life in this show and become its own like a radio standard something used in cabarets it is such a good song and honestly i feel like that's the one thing the original wizard of oz is missing is like this catharsis of what dorothy's actually learned sure they try to surmise it in there's no place like home but i feel like you needed a song that kind of said that and i think this does that very well so is this the whizzes somewhere over the rainbow honestly yes as like the most iconic like song in it except for maybe everybody rejoice which comes pretty close yeah, but everybody rejoices is just kind of like a dance number, though. It's just fun. Fun fun weirdness. Yeah, whereas Home is like a bit more of a... Well, not Valid. a bit more, a lot more of a, an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Whereas everybody rejoices is just like, all these people that we just met are happy because this other person's dead now. <laughs> yeah, it's Ding Dong the Witch is dead, but in Act 2. Yep, exactly. In, in exactly the same context, though. You know, you know, you know, you know, maybe this is just the Wizard of Oz in reverse. Like all the big Wizard of Oz equivalent songs like Somewhere Over the Rainbow instead of being the first song, it's the last song. And Ding Dong the Witch is Dead isn't the second song, it's the second to last song. But how do you, 
so somehow they have it in reverse, but they didn't change the plot. The plot is still exactly the same in order, but yes. they still reversed all the musical numbers. Yes, this is this is my pitch. This is the pitch. This is the last five years, but the Wiz. If you watch the Wiz and Wizard of Oz, one after another, like one one song after another, it's like watching the last five years. But Andrew, if I turn on Pink Floyd, um, The Dark Side of the Moon, at the same time as I start the last five years, will it suddenly become the Wiz? Wait, if you watch Pink, if you watch uh, the Wiz to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, what happens? The world explodes. Don't try it. Don't fucking Don't try, try it. it. Don't try it. What if it does sync up and just no one's tried this? I I feel like it must sync up. I mean, it's basically the same movie as The Wizard of Oz. All right, folks, you, you have your homework for tonight. Go go get... It only works if you get an LP album, so you gotta go get a fucking dark record player. Dark side of the whiz, baby. The dark side of the whiz <laughs> me- means that you probably got cancer and should go to a doctor. Oh. Just like Wizard Brown. Rest in peace, Wiz. Yeah, yep. Got AIDS and died. Died died of the of the AIDS. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um well now that we're done mourning, you know who didn't die of AIDS and needs to rest in peace? Um, our patrons? No, you. What what is your overall thoughts on the Wiz and your cheese rating, Mr. DeWolf? Let's see. Overall thoughts on the Wiz. Um, a lot of good songs, same story as Wizard of Oz, which is not a detriment. Um, uh, I liked it. I'm going to say it's pretty good. And if you haven't seen it, check out the NBC production, um, which is quite good. And as far as a cheese rating, um, I'm not going to get creative with this. I'm not feeling being creative. So I'm just going to give it a cheddar cheese because I like cheddar cheese and that's what I'm feeling. I'm giving it a cheddar cheese. Really? Yep. Alright, that's fine. You can be lame. Um, I think The Wiz is a lot of fun as well. I have very few complaints to make because it is what it is, and it knows it, and it just wants to be fun and entertain you. And something that's trying this hard to entertain you, I really can't hate. Especially when it does such a damn good job at it. <laughs> it is what it whiz. Yes. Um, I love the music in this. I like it pretty much a lot better than The Wizard of Oz. I feel like The Wizard of Oz, though, just hit the right storm of plot and copyright and all that shit that it just works in that moment as, like, a perfect thing. And I think The Wiz um, is near perfect in the same way that The Wizard of Oz is. Um, And I, cheese rating, is Cheese Wiz. That's, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, better than yours. I mean, I hate Cheese Whiz, so I wouldn't give it Cheese Whiz, but I mean... Do you really judge based on what you actually like as cheese, as opposed to just what's the best pun? Yeah, I do. I go by just whatever the best pun is. Yeah, Cheese Whiz is disgusting, and anyone who likes Cheese Whiz... Is a Nazi. You got poor taste in cheese. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's it's just cheap cheese in a can. Hey, I like Cheese Whiz. Point? There's my point proven. Do you like chocolate cheese? I forgot if you like that or not. It's just fudge. It's just fudge. It's chocolate cheese, Andrew. It sold it to me as chocolate cheese. It's just fudge. You're fudge. Fudge you. <laughs> We're antagonistic this episode. But you know who isn't antagonistic? Our wonderful patrons. Thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. 
please send us some love on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher at Musicals with Cheese. Our Twitter is at Cheesy Musicals. Our Patreon is at Musicals with Cheese. Our Instagram is Musicals with Cheese. Our YouTube page is Musicals with Cheese. Send us an email, musicaltheaterlives at gmail.com. Um, we, we haven't been getting emails lately, so why don't you send us some love? We love you very much. Um, our title card is created by the incredible Jolene Casco. Go give her some love at her Instagram, at Jolene Casco. Andrew, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this on up? I want to say thank you to all of our patrons. We love you. And uh, check out The Wiz. Everybody rejoice! Da, 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 da. Can you feel a brand new day? Can you feel a brand new day? <laughs> we'll see you next time on Musicals with Cheese. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.